Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, it's your man, it's your cousin, your homie, your friend, all that good stuff. Trail busy in this thing. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Mo, Motown's Morgan, whatever you like to call me, and I'm in this thing again. Hey, aka Motivate. Y'all know what time it is. And you are tuned in to Let's Motivate TL. Shout out to everybody that's been tuning in, everybody that's subscribed. Liking, following us, all that good stuff on social media, y'all. We can't do this without y'all. So, shout out to y'all. Y'all the real MVPs. Mo, what's going on? What you got? What you got? How your week been? What's up? Actually, I don't know why I didn't think about this and it just came to my head. I had a really great weekend. Nice. And um, I just want to shout out two of my great friends. Um, I met them at Alabama A&M, and I have met some awesome people at that school. So one of my friends, Paolo, he's from New York. He came down for a wedding, I believe, but he made sure, like, he squoze me in What's to good, his agenda. It's good, B. Right. What's up, son? <laughs> How you Because you shine like one. <laughs> and then my friend, Twin, um, he came in town. Hey, twin, yeah. Twin them came in town. Um, my friends are doing some amazing things, um, making money out here as black men. Paulo just got Let's his get it. his nursing, like he just finished nursing school, nice. so he just got in the field with that. Congrats, so, like, bro! If you listen to this, he is. He gonna be listening. But um, and then my friend Twin, he always been a a, a go getter. He got multiple sources of income, and I can honestly say, as a platonic female friend, I had a great weekend. I did not have to pay for anything. Like Shout out to the homies for that. Everybody looked out, and it's just so much gen- genuine love that I, I can never, like, be more grateful than what I am. But I love my friends. If That's y'all ever in Atlanta... Come hang out with me. Not even, I don't know, just pay for me or whatever, whatever. <laughs> but let's just have a good time. Let's reconnect. Let's, you know, let's hang out. Let's let's make each other better. Let's get yeah. our ideas crossing and flowing and that's what and it's going. all about, man. Getting people to really, you know, spark ideas and just ignite something in you to, you know what I'm saying, to be better. Um, you know, to motivate you, to inspire you, especially you know us as millennials, man. So that's what's up. Always good to kind of have friends around that can. Yeah. Ain't hating on them. They right. hating on you. We it's just all love. They have a good time. That's what's up. So what you been doing this week, Trav? This week, uh, it's been raining a lot in Atlanta. So um, I still been kind of moving. Of course, when I got back from DR, I had to move, but I was sick as crap. So my move was pretty sporadic. So this weekend, I kind of still had to move, but. Uh, this weekend, what did I do? What did I do? Outside of moving and just kind of relaxing, uh, went to see Aladdin. That's the only thing, which was a amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check out Aladdin. Will Smith brought the culture to it. It was, you know, nice and black. He stayed true to himself, which was dope. You know, it was still Aladdin, but Will Smith still did, still did his thing. And that was just a lot of great lessons, of course, in that movie, even if you saw the uh, cartoon version of it, just being reminded of that stuff. And there were a few points in particular that I wanted to just point out as our motivation for the day. Uh, one of them being be you. Uh, that's something I learned from that movie. Uh, the importance of just being yourself and know that even in being yourself, always you are greater than your situation. You know, you you got to believe in yourself uh, even when others are doubting you, they may be discouraging you. You're greater than your situation, and it's very important to be you. And also the importance of friendship. Um, you know, just piggybacking off of what you just said. Uh, friendship, having people around you that you can, you know, pour your heart out to or have heart-to-hearts with that can, you know, get you out of that funk. You know, every day ain't always the best day. Some days you may have a day to where it's like, yo, I ain't feeling it. I ain't. I ain't with life right now. Um, of course, you may not be like suicidal. And even if you are, you know, you should have people around that, you know, thankfully, suicide has never been anything that has really crossed my mind in those states of depression. However, I have experienced, you know, different forms of depression. And it's just good to have people around you that's like, yo, somebody got it way worse than you. You know what I'm saying? So just always look at the positive for that. But that's pretty much all that I've been doing. Um, 
Did you have like some type of rehearsal last night or something, Trav? I did. I've uh, been rehearsing. I'm in a corporate band. Block Party Experience. Y'all can go follow us on social media at Block Party Experience. Uh, just a dope corporate band. Um, a lot of people are like, what's a corporate band? So we basically do corporate gigs. So if you're... Corporate job is having like a is <laughs> having like a party um, or a corporate event. Then they would, of course, hire entertainment for that event, and they pay very well. So shout out to that. So we have a few gigs coming up this summer. Of course, it's wedding season, so we do a lot of weddings as well. Um, so been practicing for that, and I was listening to an episode in the past and. Based on that episode, my voice was a little ashy, so I'm like, yo, I'm gonna have to, you know what I'm saying? It's due little, time, Trap. Put a spice on this thing, you know what I'm saying? Just the. It's a, time for our listeners to hear you, you know. A lot sing of people don't know that I can sing. You know, they may think that it's a game for you, boy, but if you believe in love and the promise that it gives. I wanna love you for life Cause the love is why I live If you believe in love And the promise that it gives Said I wanna love you for life Cause your love is why I live Okay just a little razzle-dazzle on that thing, you know what I'm saying? What's funny is I ain't sung in weeks, which is crazy. Um, But I did have rehearsal last night for the gig coming up. So, yeah, you know, I be singing sometimes on my IG, but, you know, ain't really like it. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay. But that's what's up. Y'all finally got to hear Trap sing. Yeah, yeah. I ain't heard him sing in a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. You know, I ain't really been... Since my group and everything happened with the group, shout out to my group. We was dope, but, you know... Things happen, but I still love to sing. It's just what I love to do. Uh, I still sing at church and stuff. So, yeah, you know, every now and then you'll catch me in these streets doing a little something. So, y'all just stay tuned. Make sure you're following the podcast, following your boy. And, yeah, you never know what can happen. Right. So, now we're going to jump into these social media streets. Yeah, yeah. What's up? What's been going on? <laughs> so, I just think that is so funny about young Miami uh, getting pregnant. <laughs> that is funny because what's uh, what's the first line in one of the songs? Real, don't give a what she said. <laughs> Real ass bitch, give a fuck about that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, now you got a whole baby by some nigga that you claim you ain't give a fuck about. Right, so I thought it was super crazy how people clearly saw her baby bump while she was performing, and I guess when she first got pregnant, she was saying she wasn't though, right? Yeah, so this is this is my logic behind it. I don't know Young Miami, so this might didn't happen like this, but I feel like she found out she was pregnant. I was like, damn, I'm gonna be showing eventually. Let me let me go ahead and make a video today in a little bathing suit and say that. This is my body and I'm not pregnant. Because she was like, uh, what's big? What's big? The only thing that big is my Chanel bag. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and she did all she that to lie. And you pregnant. Like, one thing about lying about being pregnant is. You can't. <laughs> a baby like, is going to come. Yeah, like. You're going to start showing soon. Also, she might have maybe had doubts about keeping it. So, facts, facts, like facts. maybe she was just like, "Let me, let me hold this lie down till I, I figure out." Which is, it's nothing wrong with you not sure because honestly, she's a stand-up woman for even wanting to keep her baby at this point because you, a, you a city girl and you're yeah. holding it down for your other partner that's in prison. And you got money to make. You at the peak. You don't know how long your wave is going to last. You don't know if this nine months then taking care of a baby. You could be a little one album wonder. So, like, I know people roasting her. Talking about, um, she always talking about period. She missed her period. (laughs) Yo, that is hilarious, (laughs) yo. Hey, that's a prime example, though. You can't get caught up into what these people rapping about. Singing about, for that matter, because not, I mean, most of the time, this ain't even the life that they really living. Like, they rapping to please society and what's going on in the moment. So, while everybody, y'all, 
you know, trying to figure out how to scam niggas and do all of this stuff and be a city girl. She ain't even living up to... Right, and then the other one who was really about that scamming life, you see where that got her. Right. And then the Claremont twins, one of them girls done went to prison off of scamming. And I don't know if, I don't know what's wrong with people, why they keep saying, uh, going on a vacation for a little while. Like, prison is is not a vacation. (laughs) At home. At Be back all. soon, going on a little, going ducking off for for myself and all of that. But meanwhile, we all know you're going to prison, sis. Like, just come on. I know you try to make it seem better than what it is and be optimistic, but you really should be more so sending out a message of don't be stupid like me yeah, instead of like, sure. oh, just got caught up, finna go on this little vacation, see y'all, much needed to get away from all this drama and real life stuff. No, that's gonna suck. But whatever. Another thing in the media, uh last week I talked about my experience and trip to Dominican Republic. So I changed my mind, y'all. Don't go. It's too many people showing up dead in DR. Like I don't know what it is. Like that it's funny how one thing can happen in the media and then it just highlights so many other things. I mean, people could have been dying left and right in Dominican Republic for as long as we know. And it's just highlighted now because of, you know, the consistency in it. But I don't know. Y'all better be careful, y'all. So, I actually have a friend that's going to DR. He invited me to go with him a while back. Mm-hmm. But I said no, you know. Had some other things going on. Couldn't go with him. But I text him. And I was like, are you still going to the DR? And he's like, oh, my God, here you go. Like, yes, I'm still going. (laughs) And I'm like, well. I mean, I ain't knocking it. I had a good time. I made it back safe. I know he already, like, he's been paid for this trip. Mm -hmm. So that's, like, one thing if you've already had your money invested. But he did text me this. He said, my biggest thing is that shit can happen anywhere. I'm trying to understand why the DR is so hyped, like, Eight people wasn't just found dead in Cancun not too long ago. Or even better, you can go to a certain neighborhood in the United States and you won't make it out. I said that. All of a sudden, everybody just afraid to live. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate your concern. But let's be real. The United States is more dangerous nowadays than any foreign country. We out here killing our own people. Our police are killing us like it ain't shit. Hey, I, hey. So I feel it. I, I'm just I feel them on that. If you know people that are traveling, pray for them. Make sure they're safe. Make sure you lift them up. Like have have a form of communication. Let everybody know you love them and you're thinking about them. But at the end of the day, do live your life. Honestly, I wouldn't book nothing now to the DR. Just let that cool off. Whatever. Right. Just let it cool off. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go somewhere else. But still travel. Still enjoy yourself. Like travel saying last week. But um, in these music streets, Trav, what have you been listening to lately? So there hasn't really been a lot that's been dropping. Um, but not sure how many people are into the whole gospel thing. But Kirk Franklin album is probably a good album for anybody. It'll make you feel like, yo, I'm listening to gospel right now. Motivation. But it, it bop. You know what I'm saying? It definitely got a vibe to it. And um, I mean, I'm a. I'm a Kirk Franklin fan and singers is almost like that's Bible if you kind of grew up singing in church. Um, but I also know someone who sings on the album and yeah, that's dope. So it's just good knowing people that know people that know people and to be able to see them, you know, live out their dreams and do what they're doing is dope. So shout out to Kirk, shout out to my sister Charmaine, you know what I'm saying, for his back. Dope, the... Vocals on that joint is amazing. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've been listening to. Uh, anything, and that's really it. Uh, somebody put me on Samo today, uh, which is... Like Samo? It's S-A-M-O-H-T. Okay. Uh, he's been out for a little minute, apparently, but somebody put me on him today, and he's actually pretty dope. Another project, too, now that you got me talking, Damani, uh, T.I.'s son. Yeah, uh, my I, cousins yeah, produced that. I was about to say, I know a few homies that's on that. Same people Mo know, so it's all good and all love. Shout out to them, because I, I haven't checked it out yet, so I'm not going to flex and be like, oh, it's a great project. However, I did see some J. Cole yeah. uh, tweeted about it and said that, you know, it's... 
it's worth the wait and all of that good stuff. So I, I plan to check it out today. Uh, and tonight. shout out to Cooley. Shout hey, out to shout Demetrius. Out to me, Hero. Level and Up Music Group. Shout out to y'all, man. Keep grinding. Hey, that's that's what it takes. You got to be ready. And one thing I can say, especially about um, them, is they've been doing this thing for a minute. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's only been a matter of time before somebody actually got... A whiff of the work that they've been putting in, man. I remember when I first moved here, Meat used to come to my house, and he was making beats left and right, left and right. Like I'm sure he got a lot of beats just back. You know what I'm saying? Um, he was actually in the studio with Jazzy Faye a few weeks ago too, working on some other stuff. So the grind is real with them boys, man. Shout out to y'all, man, for real, for real. Yeah, we gotta have them on soon. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In my music thing, I've still been listening to like Igor nonstop. And yesterday, um, a line really stood out to me, and I don't know, this just came to my mind just now, but the line said something along the lines of, basically, you haven't been living in your truth, but I have. Mm. And it's kind of like, Tyler, the creator, is, he was in like a relationship, basically, Maybe the other person might have been ashamed of the type of relationship that they were in because it's homosexual, what I got from the album. And it's like, you're hanging out with me every day and we're loving on each other and we're being together and this is your truth. Mm -hmm. But you cannot show your truth to the world and I unapologetically love you. And that's just so deep and that kind of touched me because even without, you know, a homosexual relationship... A lot of times, people are scared to commit. People are scared to go forward with people. and But their truth is really with that person. Maybe your family won't accept them. Maybe they don't look how you might want your girl to look. Maybe they don't have that body type or vice versa. Maybe the guy doesn't have enough money for you really don't want to bring him around your friends. But... That really touched me. Like, you have to live in your truth. What you love is what you love. And you need to be proud of it regardless. Period. (laughs) But, yeah, that's just something I kind of took from that album. And today I started listening to Beyonce. Beyonce's album that's titled Beyonce. Beyonce. (laughs) I think it came out in 2014, 2015, something like that. But I revisited it. Yeah, that was a good album, though, for sure. That was an awesome album. She had that Drake, um, Mine, and that just hit home. Like, I don't Stop know. Stop a big deal. It came out in 2013. 2013. I and just want to say you're not, you're not. Oh, trying to sing. Hey, hey. Yeah. That, that song, that was one of my favorite songs out there. Then she had the, let me sit that That was a good one, too. I done had a good night yeah, with that song. Like, I, I remember where I was when that album came out. I was on the 36th floor of a penthouse downtown, living life. It wasn't mine, but I was in that mug, and it felt inspiration. good. Inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Seeing the city from there, man. Hey, it was just a good time in my life. What's funny is, never mind. <laughs> yeah, don't tell too much of your business on here, Trav. Please. But why you on the on that note? Let me skip over to one more thing dealing with music, and I'm out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm an Ariana Grande fan, but I wouldn't. I like like her singles, or I don't just dive into her albums. Album. I really like Ariana Grande because I feel like we have the same taste in men. So, okay. I loved Mac Miller, like R.I.P. Like I loved Mac, and she's such a like little pretty girl, but she dates kind of the grungy, scruffy, like or just different. Like she's not scared to okay. go outside of her box. <laughs> and I feel like that's how I am. I love people for who they are, and mm-hmm. just like that. But anywho, shout out to Ariana Grande. Um, she just had a concert in Atlanta last weekend. And all of her proceeds from the concert, which I'm pretty sure this concert sold out. I'm sure. State Farm Arena. Yes. They went to Planned Parenthood. Oh, nice. So, like, her, for sure. with this whole abortion stuff going on, like, for her to put all that money into other women figuring out what's the best option, getting on birth control, and, you know, just, just aiding that type of fun. If I never listen to another Ariana Grande song again, she's, she still has my respect. She's a stand-up character. I salute her for that. That was super awesome. Yeah, yeah. One more thing uh, in the social media world. 
uh, before we move on, the NBA Finals, of course, are going on right now. And Kevin Durant had a successful surgery today. So um, he played in the game the other night. Ended up getting hurt in the second quarter. And he had the surgery on his um, on his leg today. And it was successful. So shout out to them. We don't know who's going to win yet. Um, I'm going for Golden State. Woo, powerhouse. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm going for Golden State, too. Uh, I just I want to see them win. But <laughs> this series has been a little shaky. But uh, yeah, by the time we post this, we probably will know who won. KD, congrats, man! Get better, bro. Uh, keep Rest. working. Yeah, because I cannot only imagine that if I lost my voice in the middle of a performance, I would be heartbroken. You feel me? So yeah, man, get your rest, bro, and get right. Right. So um, moving on to a little bit about our corporate life. I think Trav just got a little <laughs> venting to do. He want to share with us a little bit about his struggles and just let you guys know that you're not alone in this world in At corporate all, America. Yeah. So when I think about different things that we can discuss on a podcast, I put it in my notes immediately. And I put this one as corporate BS because that's exactly what it is. So I work in a law firm and we have a collections department in the law firm i'm the youngest i had no experience no experience prior to them hiring me and shout out to my bosses uh they're two white guys and they gave a young black brother a chance i will say that you know what i'm saying they hired me on the spot actually so it is it is so i can definitely appreciate uh my bosses but you know i've been at the job for a few years i actually left to pursue music full-time and, of course, the stability, is isn't that it didn't work out. The stability within the industry wasn't, you know, what I was used to. I'll say that. Uh, so, they rehired me, which, you know, I'm thankful for because I left on good terms. Don't burn your bridges on jobs. Even if you leave, leave on good terms. I put in my two weeks. He said, man, you don't got to stay two weeks if you don't want to. Today can be your last day. When I went back uh, to be hired, they rehired me. Not a problem. I picked up exactly where I left off. So I'm definitely blessed to be in that position. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> this is where the game changes. When you work with people that, so I'm the youngest, I'm the flyest, I look better than all them folks in there. They just be hating. And I have to deal with that every day, yo. Like I have to deal with bitter older people that don't really have anything going on outside of that job and they see me doing my thing that she and I still you know make sure that I get my job done at work but every now and then I might have to take a day off you know what I'm saying we get PTO I might I took the week off to go to DR they see a young black brother out here living his life and still coming to work and staying sane. It's like almost they're like, I wouldn't say they're jealous of that because they older. But they got Trav, their own lives. let me tell you, people will always try to figure out what's going on. Like, oh, we work at the same job. We make the same amount of money. How is he yeah, doing this? You know what I'm saying? And like, we're not able to do this. So Not realizing I got a lot going on even outside of the job. You know what I'm saying? And if you didn't, favor is not fair. Hey, say it. You feel me? Favor, I be want to put that on a banner at my desk. <laughs> like, y'all stop trying to. Because, like, I'm not one. Well, I've always been to myself at work. Only because I'm just a. You know, I'm an outgoing introvert. That's what I like to call myself. I don't mind being outgoing, but at the same time, I prefer to just kind of be to myself. But lately, you know, I've been kind of trying the whole be cordial thing. And I, and it's just starting to be too much. People start getting in your business. Oh, where you been for a week? Or where you going? Or where you going? Oh, you going to Miami? You going to DR? You doing this? You doing that? They trying to figure out your life. So I've made a decision to just shut all of that down. When I go to work, I do my job. When I leave, I say, what's up? And I keep it moving. I don't, I don't do too much. You know, I might have a little small talk here and there just so I won't look like, you know, I'm angry or I got any issues with anybody. But I really just kind of been staying to myself lately. And I know people probably like, oh, probably what's wrong with Travis? Because I'm usually, I mean, it doesn't change my personality. I'm still a happy guy. I'm going to say, what's up? I'm coming in. I'm happy. I'm smiling. But at the same time, it's like I can't deal with the the fake, phony, like, little relationship. It's like if things aren't going their way, they end their feelings. Like, oh, how did he get to do this? Or how did he get to do that? So that's my corporate vent, my corporate spill. At the end of the day, you can only be you. You got to keep being you. And you, like Mo said, she wrapped it up for me. Favor ain't fair. 
And for us millennials, our time is coming to be on top very soon. Facts. These facts. old folks, because it, it it basically be them that think, oh, we're disrespectful or right. oh, we we're, we're doing this. We need to and be saving they, for this and sitting down and, and then being they feel married. Like they can talk to you any kind of way, and you just you know out of the you know the respect. I respect you. I respect my elders all day. But one thing nobody is not gonna do is disrespect me. You know what I'm saying? I'm. Hey, I can respectfully put you in your place. You feel what I'm saying? But I just don't understand how older people just feel like they can say what they want. You know, some older people will say some crazy stuff out of their mouth. And it's like, you just kind of cross the line. You know what I'm saying? I worked with an older lady all day, every day. And at first it was very hard. But I just had to like pray about it, get my mind right. Yeah. And things are finally getting better. But it is still days that I'm just like... Right, (laughs) but the thing about them being older is they're getting older and they are getting out of the way. (laughs) Facts, I will say that. So look, the lady at my job had said one day, and I had to act so like heartbroken when she said this. She said, "I'm just trying to teach you everything I know because (laughs) one day I'm gonna be getting out of here. I could die any day." And I was like, "Yes." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like in my mind I'm like don't say that right you know you gotta make it feel nice. better it's like, like you're gonna be around for a long time everything <laughs> is gonna be okay but I'm like get your up oh, hey, yeah. yo, that's, wild. that's really mean though I shouldn't have said I shouldn't have thought that but you can't help your initial thoughts you sometimes. can't you know what I'm saying but that's really why I Got on the Kurt Franklin album thing because I have to listen to some uplifting music before I go in there because I step off the elevator and I'm like, all right, Trev, here you go. It's another day, same day, different BS. BS, you know what I'm saying? So I get it. Um, I go to I, my commute. I start my commute at about 4:45 a.m. So I look Larry Tinsley in the morning. I'm V103. He gets me right and also like he puts my mind in the right place listening to gospel music. And I'm also catching up on stuff that people that's just been in the gospel world at my church know about. So mm-hmm. when I go to praise team practice sometimes, like I'm already up on game because I didn't heard it in the morning. So that works out great for me. And I love the way he says he'd be like, thank you for tuning in to the people station. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what? He old too. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. And, and it ain't a lot of young people that would be up there early to do that radio station. To the so people it's station. A, it's a place for them. I remember when I used to work at Macy's, they had this, bless her heart, this older lady. And they gave her three hours a day from like six, <laughs> closing six to nine. So she would come in there. She literally didn't have to do anything because, I mean, naturally... You know, I help her out. You like we worked in a men's shoe department, so I'm not gonna watch an old lady. Yeah, you know. So I used to just try to help her, and it was a commission based job. I would literally give her some of the, you know, a lot of the sales. Although I did most of the work, because it's like, you you know, sadly, if she was nice, then it's cool. She was very nice. You know, she was she would hey she would cross the line with some of the black people in there, but they would put her in her place. You know what I'm saying? I used to be like, hey, that's not you now. You. You can't say stuff like that to black people. And what I can also say, because it's two different tiers of older people. Yes. So I've worked with older people who literally off the jump look at me as a young black woman. The first thing that comes to their mind is daughter, niece. Right. Cousin, I agree. I agree. Somebody. That's most older black people. And um, I worked with an older Russian lady who was okay. very, st- she was still very stern and in her ways mm-hmm. and just a, a hard ass right. but the way she came across it was like I'm being like this because I want you to go anywhere you want to go yeah. so that type of love be a different kind of love it does I will a, say oh look at this girl right. she thinks she can do this and wear her hair well, like they feel that like you're a threat to them and they start treating you like that it's like yo you need to go you so, straight up shout you out go. to all the older people who are coming from a place of love us millennials do need y'all, and we appreciate y'all. We do. I will y'all. say, because a lot of older people do feel like we don't listen, or y'all just don't. I won't necessarily say that if an older person gives me some sound knowledge and wisdom, I'm here for it. I'm taking it in. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely here for it. But when you're coming from a place of bitterness, and you see me as a threat, yeah, it's going in one ear and coming out the other nine times out of ten. But, yeah, that's my corporate vent, my corporate spill. 
all that good stuff. Um, so another thing I was thinking about today too is vices. You know, everybody kind of had their vices and thing things that they like. And most of the time when I'm at work, if I need to go take a break or something, or it's like payday or something, I have therapeutic things that I like to do. And one of them is shopping for me. Like, yeah, Travi fly. Listen, I will tell a mall. Well, I'm kind of getting away from going into the mall because the mall is just too much. But and I don't really like trying on clothes. But if it's a store that I like, I'll tell the online store up. And it's like the emails will come like all the see. I'm Free shipping, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I will ball out on a budget, you know what I'm saying? I, I stay fly, but I be catching sales and stuff like crazy. Like when that email hit and they say 50% off the sale items, I will literally watch items like when they first drop to when the mugs go on sale. Now, I don't always get to catch it because they might sell out, but for the most part, a lot of that stuff end up going on sale, so you kind of got to know, but that's definitely my advice. I actually have a lot of things in my closet now that I need to give away because I just got too much stuff for no reason. It's like, dude. Trav's closet. You should start that. Hey, that's a good idea. Trav's closet. Mo, do you have advice? Um, I have two that I can think of off the top. One is definitely not going away. (laughs) I love to just go out to eat and drink and just do the whole whole shebang, but I kind of do it in too, too excessively. Um, sometimes, but I'm actually working on trying to just do cut back on that a lot. But it's just something about being served. Like I love okay, sitting down, I can see that. waitress. Like I just love being in a good atmosphere and being waited on. That's that's something I really like. It 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 boosts my. It's therapeutic for me. Right. Okay. Um. I don't like to get takeout food. I don't like delivery. I like don't actually like to, sitting down. I like to sit down and have somebody wait on me. You know what's funny? Before we ride off this point, so it's a scripture in the Bible that says, "They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength." Da 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 da. So what's funny is somebody broke this down to me. It's just fun fact, sidebar, something to think about. People say oftentimes we think wait as in like they that wait, like I'm like waiting, waiting but versus like being served. served. You know what I'm saying? So perspective is amazing. You know, once I heard that, uh, maybe a pastor or something. Uh, something on social media, something I was like, "Wow, that is." And you can take that both ways. You can take that both ways because it's nothing like you know being served by God. You know what I'm saying? But I actually have the next topic that we're going to talk about. We'll kind of wrap up or kind of piggyback off of this point. But get into your second vice. Okay, my second vice is Bath and Body Works candles. Oh, okay. So, um, actually, my parents kind of like shot me down when I first moved back home with them. I, I had probably like fifteen candles, really? and I would I would light one every now and then, and they'd be like, "What? Some stank coming out, Morgan? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Some stank?" I used to be like, this is a $25 mahogany Yo, those are <laughs> So, like, that just used to be something I did regularly. And um, since my parents don't like it, like, when I go visit my significant other and stuff, like, I bring I bring a candle or, you know, da 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 get and your then, candle fix. <laughs> yeah, I had to get it somewhere. And then I just realized, like, they are really juking me even with the sales because... I used to be at a point where I didn't care about the sales. I'd go in the store. If I'm want if i done with my candle, mm-hmm. i go buy another one. But um, I stopped doing that, and then I start only doing the sales. And I realized when they do this 50% off, 30% off, $10 off of 50 and all of this stuff, it's almost more money that I'm spending if not just going to pick up the one candle because I'm like, ooh, it's a sale. I need to buy six of these boys oh, right. <laughs> like <laughs> while it's on sale. But I have realized, like, Morgan, you can hold off when they say a sale because they have a sale every week. They do. I didn't realize <laughs> candles were so expensive until I got my own spot. And I don't mind burning a candle every now and then, but spending twenty five dollars on a candle. Oh, it was nothing to me. Did I will go buy? I don't know something else, but twenty five. Listen, yeah. I love it. It's it's also something that's just therapeutic to me. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, most you know, a lot of females do. I think that's what kind of put me on. 
um, somebody bought like a candle for the crib, and I was like, dang, I really like the aromatherapy candle. Yes, those are those the ones that I yeah, love, all like aromatherapy. I love that one, and it's like okay, in order for me to get that, my sister every now and then when Bath and Body Works go on sale, she'll screenshot and say they got candles on sale, hop on them. So you know, they got some on sale today, Trav. No. But um, <laughs> um, another thing that I get a kick out of though is when I when I would bring the candles to this guy's house and he would have company, they would walk in the door and be like oh my god mm. what is this and, and i'd be like oh yeah i bought that candle like, <laughs> just seeing people's reaction because yeah. especially the people who aren't used to smelling those scents it really brings a reaction out of people yeah. and i love that and that's just how i feel it even if you don't got the cleanest house you cluttery a little bit that smell just brings in a whole nother aspect into your home period but i have been getting better i've been doing a lot of budgeting and that is one thing that i have snipped off nice mainly ain't stop going out but won't stop yeah. eating and being served yet but, but i got a way around that that i'll talk know. about that to y'all later as well cool um, trap you had asked a question on instagram earlier this week i thought it was pretty interesting well what was that? The question was, I actually asked two. So the first question was, if someone offered to either give you the down payment for a brand new house built from the ground up or to start your business, which would you choose? Okay. I'm going to start my business. Okay. One, a down payment for a house. Is not a whole house. You're still going to have to pay a mortgage. Exactly. And a down payment for a house can be 10 to 15 And I was wondering was, you know, most people, most people chose business, of course. Um, and what also, another thing that I noticed was the age uh, gap between who chose business. Okay, but I wasn't done giving my okay. explanation. No <laughs> I'd rather take the riskier investment to when the money is given. Okay. So, the riskier investment might be following your dream with the mm -hmm. business. Something that you can't maybe wholeheartedly stop working your job to to invest in that. Because you got to make sure everything... You got to make sure your stability is good with your bills and all right. of that. If you have kids, you know. You got to have that job that you know ain't going nowhere. But that, that business you might have in your mind is a risky investment. For sure. And, and taking that step out on somebody else's money is a way easier leap of faith. I agree. <laughs> now I agree. you may proceed. No, good point. Good point. So you actually put thought behind, you know, why you chose. Most people would say, I'll just start a business just because. But also with starting a business, some things you have to consider is, do you have a good business that you can actually start that would be lucrative for you? That would be, you know what I'm saying, that would have some longevity. And another thing to consider with that is even with, so for me, I would take the house only because I have several business ideas. And if I can get my desire to purchase a house out of the way, I would be clear on some of these things. But because nobody I, is purchasing your house, Trav. Well, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I, I've already considered the fact that down payment, 30 year mortgage. I could be in a position to pay a mortgage. I mean, I'm paying for a one bedroom apartment by myself. So it's like, thinking you can't that, pay a mortgage. I can pay a mortgage. It actually may be cheaper than what mm -hmm. I'm paying for this apartment. So I think about that a lot. It's like, yo, I'm paying all of this money into an apartment when I could really be, I could have my own house. You know what I'm saying? But of course, a lot comes with buying a house, which is something I'm working it's on. something break. It's on you. It's on you. You know what I'm saying? You have a yard. Like you, I'm working on that myself too. I'm kind of on the fence of if I want to be a homeowner or not, but it's something I'm definitely doing a lot of research on. Absolutely. And I feel like, you know, purchasing a home, if you think it out thoroughly, it could be the start of a business because you could purchase this home, you could flip it. You know what I'm saying? Within a few years. Of course, that takes time. But... That's just my thought process on it because I, I feel like most people, like I said, most people chose business, which makes sense. Um, you start a business, a business can fund you being able to purchase your own house, you know what I'm saying? But it can also be vice versa too. You can get a house that can save you some money or it can't, depending on which route you take. Well, Trav, I want to tell you this. Your dreams might be a little closer than you think. Um, there's a program that I've been looking into actually. Okay. Called, Inve called Invest Atlanta. And um, basically, it's for young millennials. 
Trying to get a house. Buying a house. It has to be in the city of Atlanta, but okay. that stretches out all the way to the south side, east side, right. you know, north side, even up this way. Um, and they'll pay your down payment for you. Uh-oh, and you don't see, have to pay it back. The opportunity is there. You so, know, um, I gotta look Google into that. that um, yeah. If you want to talk about it, I do know I know about three people who have used the program and okay. have bought houses. Oh, definitely. Um man. And if you stay in the house for more than five years, I want to say, it might be five years, it might be 10 years, you do not have to pay them back for the down payment. So if they pay your down payment and you decide to like move after a few years, you may have to pay them that down payment back because what they're trying to do is get young people... I mean, it's a, it's kind of a part of the gentrification scheme, right, right, right. but get, they're trying I to get, get young people who might not have $20,000 in their bank right. account, but they make enough, you know, to afford a mortgage mm-hmm. into the city to um, basically just bring the city up. Right. And, Which makes sense. And the house that you might buy um, based on however much you get approved for. Um, you know, it might only be two hundred thousand dollars or a hundred and fifty dollar thousand dollar house, which in Atlanta really isn't much of a house. Or if it is a lot of a house, it might not be in the best area. But in the next five years, right, it's gonna be popping. Exactly. So they want to go ahead and help us with paying those down payments for us. Um. So that went within these next few years, you could build up the city, and the city be just a nice place to live in with okay. young people, and all of these businesses that are coming in are thriving um, off of us spending our income at these cool places, right? Which makes sense. Okay, so yeah, hey, Mo, just put us on, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Hey, invest in Atlanta. Invest if y'all want to talk about it Atlanta. more, I. I know a few lenders, um, and it's super easy to get a pre-approval and start looking. Like my friend did his whole process in like six months, maybe okay. not even. And he's a homeowner, Camp Creek, yeah, area. Nice. That's what's up. See, hey, that's what this podcast is all about: putting everybody on. The other question I asked on my uh, IG is, "What's the biggest lie that you've been told your whole life?" Um, and some of the responses were that money don't grow on trees, which is funny because trees are papers made out of trees, which is funny to me. Another response, which was in line to my answer to the question was uh, about you getting saved in church when that's not necessarily the case. You actually don't get saved in church. It's more yeah. so within the heart. And I agree. Um, my response to my question is the biggest lie I've been told. I can't pinpoint exactly where the lie is, but it's something within religion. Um, because I believe in God, of course. Um I've experienced different things that I feel like only God can do. You know what I'm saying? However, I do feel like at some point years ago, this whole religion thing was a control mechanism. You know what I'm saying? And one person didn't like the rules, so they started something else. This person didn't like the rules, so they started something else. So now it's just a lot tied in. in a lot you know of religion, a lot of de- denominations within religion. Yeah, so it's almost like, yeah, there there is one God, but you have 20 different people believing different things about the same God. So somewhere, somewhere in there's a lot. Um, so that's probably, probably the biggest lie that I've been told. But I was just kind of thinking about that because... Um, I might have seen that, like, on my Twitter or something, somebody asked, like, what's the biggest lie you've been told? And people were just kind of responding to it. Uh, so I threw it out to, you know, my IG followers and just to kind of get some participation. So, yeah, that's my answer. Um, what about you? Uh, I haven't really put too much thought in it. I'll, only thing I think of is maybe when I was little, people used to say it's illegal to drive with the light on in the car. Oh. <laughs> Parents did used to say that. That is not illegal. <laughs> it's not illegal at all. They just didn't want that light on while they was driving. I mean, I do understand. I get where like having the light on and fumbling around with stuff may make right. you more noticeable to the police, mm-hmm. but you cannot get a ticket for you having can. your light on. And I want to say you could drive barefoot. Like, that really don't matter. But I'm not sure on that. That might be illegal. <laughs> but, I mean, they wouldn't know. So. Exactly. But, whatever. I've never heard of anybody get a ticket for driving barefoot either. Right. But I always heard that that was illegal as well. 
That's um, funny though. So we're about to get into our little love life dating segment here. Um, I actually asked my Instagram followers a question and it was, what is the longest amount of time you have dated or talked to somebody without it growing into an official relationship? Um, A lot of people were saying two months, like I know when I know, but a vast majority of people were saying three years, five years, 10 years. I even had one person say 14 years. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, they tripping. (laughs) And it's just like, what is going on? Is it, it's just too much out here that have people mind wandering, wondering and not ready for a commitment. I can't see too many females messing around with with a nigga for no 14 years and ain't begging them or not even begging them. Just being on them about committing, you know what I'm saying? Well, me personally, I have dated somebody for two years. Um, it was kind of on and off, maybe two going on three in in college. And I had just got to a point where, like, I just felt like I wasn't enough. I wasn't, like, needed or wanted or I was just somebody, like, they could pick up on whenever things weren't going their way but back when it was a hot boy summer ready to get back in these streets they could do what they want to do so um that actually kind of gave me a a lot of a bad taste and a lot of insecurities that I still deal with today and I do just think people need to start making things clear from, from the beginning from the beginning I agree um, Trav, what's the longest you talked to somebody? So I've actually only been in uh this is my third serious relationship. Um so I'm some people are relationship people. Uh, people, you know what I'm saying? I was actually single for like what, like four years before I got in my relationship. And actually my ex, we were together for a year before I made her my girlfriend. Um, and I think the reason was that the reason for that was because I personally wasn't ready to commit. Although you was living the committed life, I was. I was. It's just I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just did it. You going out with this person? You're calling this person when it's they good news. They was at my house all the time. You calling this person when it's bad news? I can say it was that committed life, but I'm doing it <laughs> right. All Taking of that. the rubber off, <laughs> all of that, but. I mean, I just, I don't know. I just... Keep your options open? It wasn't even that, because I wasn't even looking. Like, I was happy with, you know what I'm saying? I think the thing was, she wanted it so bad, and I was so unsure so much. I just didn't want to be in that situation, and I'm still unsure about the actual relationship. And I mean, because I think... One thing that I embedded in my head was that my next relationship was going to be my last relationship. So I think I just feared that commitment because there were so many, you know. Like, this might be it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Or this might not be it. And it's like, I just didn't know. It's, I had a lot of questions. And I just feel like we. one thing I think millennials go wrong is they allow their relationships to become like this pre-marriage type of thing too soon. You know what I'm saying? And it's like. You're working towards marriage, but you're not married yet. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you have to date. You have to be in a relationship, and marriage is next. If you do everything in your relationship, what do you have to look forward to in your marriage? You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of that was just still trying to figure it out. You know, I had kind of, she was younger than me, and a lot of people was like, nah, she ain't for you. And it's like a lot of that thing. That's why you got to keep your relationship to yourself. You know what I'm saying? You can't, of course, when you go out, people will give you opinions, but... I've I've talked to people. I mean, most of my situations with females, I was just talking, dating, and going out, and it wasn't nothing major. Nothing major. Like I said, it's like my third serious relationship, and this I'm I'm hoping this is it for me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. This you feel me? Okay. I ain't, <laughs> like I'm good where I'm at. I'm good in my relationship right now. You know what I'm saying? So. I can see this being it. It's just a matter so of... Just be listening to the podcast. <laughs> so She's going to be like, got him. <laughs> I'm 
cool with that though. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy with my relationship. But um, I think the biggest thing is, and I think the reason for this is because we built such a strong foundation. You know what I'm saying? We didn't just hop into this whole thing. It took me a minute to even make her my girl. But she also requires certain things of me too. Like I'm not just waiting around for you, nigga. Like I know what I want. I'm gonna need you to figure out what you want. And if you don't know, she didn't give me like no time. Like, like oh, you got six months. You know what I'm saying? It. It was an organic, you know what I'm saying, timeline. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I, I know two, 10, 14 years. I'll let. 14 years. First of all, I want to, I want to ring about five, six in. <laughs> so, not even being your girlfriend. Like, how do you go 14 years and you don't meet my parents and. Listen, that's too much. Yeah, that's crazy. Whoever wrote that, like, y'all tripping, tripping. <laughs> but, um, just before we get out of here, I want to end with. A few things. One more kind of motivational thing. Something us millennials don't like to talk about too much. Or all of us just want to seem like we've got a lock on everything. For sure. When we don't. And um, a sensitive subject is our credit. Um, I know everyone has heard this for forever. Your credit can stop you from doing so much. And da 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 Make sure it's right. But when you're young and don't know better and your parents don't really teach you, like my parents honestly always said, don't get a credit card, which is fine. I I never got a credit card, but my credit was still messed up because I was making late car payments. Right. right. I was making, um, I was getting stuff and just not paying or going a month without car insurance and just picking up another company and stuff like that. So, um, I actually had about five to six, something like that derogatory marks on my credit. And, um, I started reading this book called I will teach you to be rich. And, um, it's by Ramit Sethi. Um, sorry if I mispronounce his name. Um, I'm going to pull up his name later, the pronunciation. But um, basically, reading that book has inspired me so much. Um, I started the book or started just listening to what he had to say maybe about two or three months ago. And I have really found a way to budget my money that I have went from like six derogatory marks to only two. Um, your girl is on her way up i have no credit card debt um pretty much only student loan debt and after this paycheck i have like zero derogatory marks which is pretty awesome and um it sounds good and i know everybody thinks that they're too far in or have too many bills to start paying on stuff but um it's a budgeting plan that he pretty much gave that I use and I just wanted to share it with y'all. So 50% of my check is goes to bills regardless. 30% of my check, or I actually like to think of it like this. 30% of my check, I pay me first with 30%. Okay. And that's guilt-free spending. So if I really like to go out to eat, I'm going to spend, I'm not going to think about should I get an appetizer? Should I get water? Should I do this? Should I do that? Because I know I got this guilt-free spending account. And what I'm going to spend on my guilt-free spending is the stuff that I love to do the most. And even if it's eating out and candles, like, I can buy whatever I want. But anything else that I don't love that much, like going to the gas station and just picking up stupid stuff or going... I like shopping, but... I can I can go find some stuff on sale. Like I don't have to just walk. Just because I'm walking in the mall with my homegirl, don't mean I have to buy nothing. Right. So it like just give you an outlook of like the t- the things that make you the most happiest. Ball out on it. So thirty percent on your guilt free spending, fifty percent on your bills, and then what is it? Twenty percent I got left. Um, go straight into my savings that nice. I don't touch. Nice. So, um, this little system has been working out for me. The savings is kind of emergency phone me. I had to get some work done on my car and I wasn't really stressed out and stuff like that. So I know that seems super simple, but just take a look at your finances and start splitting it up 50, 30, and 20 and see, you'll see how much that little 20% savings start accumulating and really coming in clutch. 
And you can, I started off with the savings not being savings, but I used that 20% to pay off the debt. Okay. So now that I'm done with the debt, it's literally starting to be savings. Yeah. And I just feel so accomplished. And that book is just so awesome. It'll teach you how to invest, save, how to negotiate raises at your job. Just really be your best you. Um, it's a it's a $10 book, y'all. A great Great, great, great investment. Um, make sure you uh, make sure y'all follow us, and she can upload yeah. the book. Uh, post it on the. I'll post it on the page, and his name is Ramit Sethi. That's the um, author. Just start, and start being more aware of that kind of stuff. Even now, especially if you live with your parents, this is literally the best time to save because I'm out in these streets living by myself and. Although it's harder for me to save, it's something that, you know what I'm saying, I make sure I'm aware of. Um, there's actually an app that, um, you know, I can put everybody onto. It's called Acorns. And basically what it does is it's an investment app. You can, it, it basically tracks exactly what you're saying. You know, the 20% that you have going to your savings, it basically automatically takes that out of my check or something. Uh, it's I I have an amount that goes specifically. I have different ways of saving. So I have a certain amount that goes into a savings account that I don't have access to at all. I have this where probably like $20 go to it a month. But what the good thing about the Acorns app is it invested. Well, yeah, no, well, no, it's, it saves the money for you. So if I ever need that money, I can get it out. But whatever I spend, so if I have a purchase that's a dollar in, 56 cents the remaining it rounded up to a dollar oh, and then it invested that automatically if you have your card linked to it and i was looking at it today and i was like dang like seeing my purchases like yo you've been doing a lot lately you know what i'm saying just kind of seeing it but it's also beneficial because i only been on the app for probably like three months and i'm already at like 150 dollars yeah and i kind of do the same thing with wells fargo yeah every time i swipe my car of course it adds another dollar to the purchase so if your dollar is 15 dollars it'll be 16 dollars but that extra dollar goes into your savings, to savings. account nice you know so, it's little things like that that you can do that you don't use. notice right you don't even notice coming out of your account that's what the acorns app i don't even notice it and a friend told me about it. And actually, if you guys decide to sign up, send me a DM. I can send you the link because it sent me $5 and then it sent you $5 too. So, Oh, yeah. That $5 know. coming in clutch. So, definitely. I'm tell about to get my $5 from Trav. You know what I'm saying? This tell is a, over. Tell a friend to tell a friend. But, yeah. Uh, good point from old man, y'all. Uh, she'll post a book. So, y'all make sure y'all check that out. And One more thing before we get out of here because yeah. we're running low on time. I do want to give a big shout out to my friend. His name is Darian Bryant. He is doing something phenomenal within the black community and it is highlighting black fathers. Hey, shout out to yeah, that. Yeah, so for real, he makes for real. these t shirts and they say daddy in since and it's like whatever year you became a dad. Mm -hmm. So, like, you order them and you customize it based on the year. And he literally highlights highlights these black men on their page spending time with their children and doing things with their children. And even though, you know, you might have had a dad or, you know, you might got a baby daddy who is who is a great person and has been a great person. And just you know about it, you need to highlight that and you need to you need to show the world because we have this negative stigma yeah, on people, black men. People will nigga bash bad fathers, you know what I'm saying, dead Quit, dads, but never but we, don't, we don't do a lot of uplifting for our actual fathers, you know what I'm saying? For good fathers that are doing what they gotta do for their kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. So um I'm definitely gonna Give y'all his handle in the bio. If y'all want to go purchase a shirt, um, Father's Day will already be passed right. <laughs> by the time we post this. Hey, but, but you know, better late than never. Better late than never. It's, it's, it's a super cute shirt. If, okay. if I was a daddy, I will wear it. I'd be a zaddy, though. Like, a sex symbol. Daddy and in these streets. I saw a post today, I think. It said, um, buy, buying presents doesn't mean you're present. Right. And I dated a guy like that that would just buy his kids everything. Yeah, that doesn't. But it was everything that he wanted his kids to have. It's so important. Jordans and stuff like yeah. that. Them babies don't even want that. That's what I'm saying. And I think it's so important. Like, I even see, um, like, people who have single mothers who have boys. 
that they're raising. It's so important for them to have male figures in their life. And I've heard some single moms say that. Like, you got single moms that say, oh, I'm your daddy and your mom. I don't necessarily like that term because a woman cannot teach a, a man boy. to be a man. You feel me? A woman cannot teach that. Yes, she can lead and she can guide and she can give her advice, but it's so important. That's why I have my nephews and, and their fathers are in their life. So that's nothing that they have to necessarily worry about. But also as an uncle, you know what I'm saying? I make sure that I'm there teaching them things that men should be taught. You know what I'm saying? That they should be taught as young men. So, so shout the, out to uh, Travis need a shirt that say uncling. Uncling in these streets. You feel me? Because I love all my nieces and nephews. For real. I got a lot of them. But yeah, shout out to your mans. All right. Well, it was great hanging out with you guys today. Make sure y'all go follow us. You can follow me at I underscore motive, M-O-T-I-V underscore eight. And you can follow me at Mo underscore towns. That's M-O underscore T-O-W-N-S. And you can follow us together. And we really want you to please, please, please go follow, follow us. Go follow. Hey, we're going to do something nice. We're going to do a giveaway or something soon. So, y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for everybody who follow. And that's share. at Let's Motivate TL. L-E-T-S-M-O-T-I-V-A-T-L. That was a lot easier this week. We ain't been drinking this we, we much. We wasn't drinking this last <laughs> episode. I didn't even know how to spell my own Twitter name. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all go follow us, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another great episode of Motivate TL. L in these streets. Yeah, and everybody that we shouted out today, we'll try to get y'all's handles in the bio. Love y'all. Love yeah, our yeah. followers. Love our listeners. Bye. Have a good week. Motivation Monday. Bow, 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 bow. Hey.